All right. Welcome back to the You for Life podcast presented by Fight for Life. I'm your host, Orhan Nance. That's my name, right, Shika? Yes. All right. So I'm here with, honestly, like, you've been the greatest supporter of Fight for Life ever. So when I first came out with it, you was, like, on top of it, right? Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, and whatever you identify with, Shika is here in the building. Everybody clap. It's only two of us here. Hello, yeah, yeah. everybody. All right. Um, so we are here. Um, to specifically talk about hip hop, but more specifically, we're here to talk about. Um, I'm gonna call him an animal, or I'm gonna call, call him, him the goat. The goat, right? We are here to talk about the goat, but we're gonna talk about you for a minute. Again, thank you for being here. You're welcome. This is great Thanks because she. Where you live, Shika? Um, I live in Denver now, um, but I grew up in LA. In LA, and you got some roots in Mississippi too. Yep, that's where I was born. How do you spell Mississippi? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, so like I've been asking people that I've been recording with, like say um, the guests, what are you fighting for currently right now? I would say that currently I'm fighting for myself and my freedom. What is freedom to you? I think not being tied down to other people's expectations or um, trying to live up to what your family wants you to do with your life and just Mm kind of doing your own thing. That's what Fight for Life is about. (laughs) If you don't know that by now, this is not a show for you, but don't go nowhere. (laughs) Stay tuned. Yes, please stay tuned. Um, No, no, that's good. I'm all about that. You have to have, again, your own own mind, your own brain. Um, being able to step away from your parents' expectations, your friends' expectations. That too. The world. <laughs> like, it's so many, like, levels to expectations. Um, I, I fight it every day. Yeah. Because, I mean, I have to be the provider and the protector. <laughs> right. And, you know, vice versa. It's like, that's, which is fine too. Right. But at the same time, it, it weighs a lot on us, you know. We deal with anxiety and everything that logic talks about, whatever, hey. you know. All the above. <laughs> yeah, all the above. Um, so what we're going to talk about is hip-hop okay. to start, and then we're going to get into this lovely, lovely man, Lupe Fiasco. If y'all didn't know, let's talk about this. If y'all didn't know, Lupe Fiasco is my favorite rapper. Also, is Sheikah's favorite rapper? Am I right or wrong? I mean, you do get you got tats and <laughs> stuff like that, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about hip hop specifically. I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Um, how was you first introduced to hip hop? For one, um, I would say kind of like growing up in LA, it was more like listening to Tupac and Snoop Dogg, yeah. Dr. Dre, N.W.A. Um, I was a huge Easy E fan as a kid, so it's just kind of West Coast rap, Easy. all that. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. good. Um, so who? Those are some of the first artists you were introduced that to I as can well. Remember, yeah. Okay. Uh, what was like the song that was like, damn, I I really like hip hop when it came to like West Coast rap. You don't know. It's that's so many. Hard, like, yeah. that's like asking, like, what's your favorite ice cream? Like, several. <laughs> um, that's weird. Bad yeah. question, host. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, I know for me, like, I was first introduced to hip hop. Um, it was crisscross. Okay. <laughs> so like, I, I go back and I'm like, oh, it was probably crisscross. So like, my mom used to like put my pants on backwards, yeah. <laughs> and, um, put my shirt on backwards. Mm-hmm. I I didn't have braids or nothing like that. But no, hip crisscross was the first. 
rap that I was allowed to listen to. Okay. Um, ooh, this is a question off the cuff. What was the first album you bought? That I bought? With your oh own gosh. money. I don't even know. That's so how many can, albums she um, got, y'all. I don't remember what I first bought, but mm-hmm. I remember, I think I was like eight and... Uh, we used to go to Mississippi every summer and just hang out with family. And mm-hmm. I remember my aunt giving me um, TLC's Ooh on the TLC tip on a cassette tape. <laughs> we old as I, hell. I still have it somewhere <laughs> in my house. But yeah, I remember that. And I, I love them too. Um, so yeah. Okay, okay. I would say like the early music we listened to, it was more like R&B. Like my mom would be playing uh, the Isleys and the OJs while right. we were cleaning the house on the weekend. Exactly. My sister used to play... Uh, the Ozzy Brothers, every Saturday morning before she went to work. And it's, I used to hate it then. I, I love that she that I was able to experience that now yeah. because can you imagine, like, some of these kids, like Alonzo Ball is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. He don't like Nas, and that's fine, but, like, to say, like, future. Like, I mean, like, you can not like him, but also, like, you got to respect who he is and what he's done. You got to do your your history. What, you. what um Charlamagne said, you got to... Uh, do your Googles or whatever. Like, you <laughs> yeah. got to be able like, to, like... You have to know. Exactly. Again, a fight for life thing. It's important for you to know. Right. It's important for you to know. Educate um, yourself. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, with you wanting freedom, and obviously, I think you do that very well, mm-hmm. simply because, like, every time I talk to you, Oh, I'm traveling. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because I have this conversation with my coworkers. Often they're like, one of them, she's always like, I want to be like Chico when I grow up. You know, yeah. just be like, yeah, let's go to Africa in three days. <laughs> uh, but for me, I think I started, I want to say I went somewhere in 2012. I was like, I'm going to book this trip and go. That was the first trip I had taken by myself. And then and since then, it's kind of, I'll just search. Be like, oh, this is cheap. I'm going to go here. And I just get up and go. I don't care. And he was like, I was like, I don't have any kids. I don't have a boyfriend or a husband. I'm chilling. Right. I live by myself. I work and call it a day. Where? How many? Have you been out the country? Yes. What, you told me. Where did, where did you go? Uh, the first place that I went to was actually Egypt. Um, right. I, me and my sister had planned a trip to New York for a week. And we were uh, Skyping with our friend. She was like, yo, well, what are you doing? You know, that day you're supposed to leave New York. I was like, just going home. And she was like, you should come to Egypt. And I was like, ah. I'll be like, hold on a second. So, you know, I'm on Google, like yeah. checking the travel advisories. And then I go check flight prices. And it said 520 round trip from JFK to Cairo. And I said, okay, I'll see you in a few weeks. And I went, we spent a week there. It was amazing. Like the most insane trip of my life. And I loved it. That's a boss move. She just went to Google and like, <laughs> okay, I guess this fits, you know, whatever. Um, but damn, Egypt. Yeah, it was crazy. It's hard for me to get off the west side of Chicago. <laughs> um, but no, that's good. That's good. So to back to the question, right? Okay. Um, with you stepping into freedom, how has hip-hop, one, helped with that freedom? And how has it shaped how you see the world? I think it's helped just kind of opening my eyes to different views of the way this country is run, which is terrible, by the way, yes. um, the world kind of like how you should see how other countries kind of operate, how the cultures are. Um, I think that's how it's kind of 
shifted my view as well. Uh, I think traveling definitely helps. Like you listen to so much um, that just comes from here. And then, you know, you get out to other countries and you're like, this is crazy. Like Mm -hmm. what's funny, um, how we're just talking about Egypt, I actually saw, I follow this um, woman who's like an Egyptologist from UCLA on Facebook. And she just posted an article the other day of how Egypt is like the safest country in the world. And everybody's like, how? I'm like, there's literally police with like machine guns chilling like everywhere so what? no one's getting anywhere like nothing's about to who, happen who want that smoke mm-hmm. like <laughs> so i think i think getting out seeing the world um having i grew up in a really diverse community mm-hmm. um my friends are from all over the place and i think um just that like listening to their music listening to what i like and um not just listening to it but actually like diving into like oh i heard this like let me look at that up uh, let me educate myself on like what are they actually talking about okay like I went that or like I don't mess with that let me move right. away um, but I think just being open to um, different perspectives um, different ways that different cultures kind of like operate different religions whatever it may be and just like not being judgmental about that and not letting like other people's opinions shape the way that you view the world right right no yo that's the best answer I ever heard on this platform by the way um, sorry Tamero in France and uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. my dad was on this platform too so sorry pops um, but no you know for me like hip hop has <laughs> shaped the way I obviously it's shaped the way I see the world right. like music in general like we can't have anything without music I've never been to a music a movie without a score. I've never been to a museum without a, a background music. I've never been on an elevator without the Ozzy, uh, not the Ozzy Brothers. Probably on the elevator it'd be like uh, Peaches and Herbs. And, I don't know. <laughs> uh, music is important, but hip hop specifically is like the master of spoken art. Like it, it's so tough not to be influenced by it, right? Yeah. It, for good or bad. For good or bad, because like, again, like our culture is immersed in a jail culture, and right. it's easy to be influenced. On the last uh, episode, I, I talked about like how the where I grew up, we had a gang called G on it. Like, not me, not, yeah. I was not in the gang, right. but it was a gang mm-hmm. that was like a subset of another gang right. that yo we was G on it. Like, it's crazy, and it's influenced by hip hop. Right. Um, so, I, like for me. Um, Hip-hop has brought me a perspective of balance, okay. learning how to see, like, oh, this is what I perceive as good. This is what I perceive as bad. Now, how can I merge the two in a way? Right. Um, because, I mean, I like Pusha T, and mm-hmm. I like, like, who else? Freddie Gibbs right. and Rick Ross or whatever, I right? I think I hate people who um, feel like you can only listen to kind of, like, one genre within the hip-hop realm. Right. And I'm like, no, I can go, you know... Like, you can do what you want and, like, stop judging people for what they listen to. Exactly. People think just because I listen to Lupe, I listen to Sandman and MF Doom. Yeah, and people like, go, do you listen to this? Like, no, I really don't. Like, <laughs> it, and it's funny because people are like, well, you like you go to all these shows. Like, is that all you listen to? Right. Really, it's not. Like, exactly. I listen to so much other stuff outside of hip-hop, too, and they're just like, oh, like, I didn't know you did that. I was like, right. yeah, like, you didn't take the time to ask. Exactly. People... That they box. want to put you in a box, yeah. That box. And they want you to stay there. And they hate when you step out of it and go do your own thing. Definitely. And I, you know what? To go, I asked you about like the first album that um, you bought. Mm-hmm. The first album that I bought was a bootleg CD. 
<laughs> and it was um, the Eminem show. Okay. Um, but the first actual album that I bought, I think I might get it mixed up, but Get Richard Dietrich was the first album I bought with my okay. own money. Um, they wasn't supposed to sell it to me, Best Buy, <laughs> because I was too young to get like That's right. the, the dirty version of the album, right? Um, so yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you. I think that again, like hip hop has, we own the culture. Like I don't know a commercial without hip hop. I don't know any, it's, it's so important. Like, but at the same time, like again, because we are, I would say like on the conscious side of rap to a degree, like. I'm able to appreciate the BS too. Right. But see, people don't view conscious rap as like negative. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it can because you're learning about the world. Right. <laughs> so so. I'll be like, yo, maybe I should not listen to Immortal Technique today because <laughs> this dude needs to be running for office somewhere. Right. And it, that's crazy too, kind of like how hip hop has become so wrapped around kind of politics mm-hmm. and the view of the world and all the issues going on. But people would rather listen to someone mumbling where you can't understand a word that they're saying. Is you know, and it's the same shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the same thing. It's it, that is so crazy. Um, so like with within that balance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that hip hop is an abusive parent, and I say that to say it's something that's taken care of me, mm-hmm. but it's also that uh, a thing that has kind of hindered my growth to a degree Be- only because like if I was to only listen to a rapper and no shade at all whatever I, this is the first time I ever said shade wow <laughs> um, Too Short okay. if I was to only listen to Too Short my perception of women might be messed up if I was to only listen to who, who's a rapper that oh Blueface if I was to only listen to Blueface right yo like so I, I view hip hop as a abusive parent again, whether right or wrong. They have it raised me. Right. It saves my life to a degree too. Right? <laughs> so what do you think about that? What do you think about that statement? I think I can agree with that. Just based on, um, you know, like you can find a song that was that completely relates to you know what was going on in your house when you were a kid. Um, you can find songs that completely change, like the way either, like how you just said, the way you saw women, like the way you saw the world, um, the way you saw the people around you, and kind mm-hmm. of the things that they did that you thought were right. That then you later realize as an adult, like that really like messed me up. Exactly. So I completely agree with that. Has has hip hop ever uh, played on your confidence, like especially as a woman? Do you feel like this sounds good, but I should not be dancing to this. Do you ever think about that? <laughs> I think I think about it, but also at the same time, it's like, I'm going to go have fun regardless. Like, yeah. I don't let that, you know, shape like, oh, I should go do this or I shouldn't do this. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, I've my life has changed so much just in the past few years mm-hmm. that I was, you know, wild and crazy out in the club every night and then, you know, go to work like I was all cool. Yeah. Um, and then when I stopped all that, it's kind of like people want to keep me in that, like, oh, you were this person, you need to still be this person. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, the hell I don't. Like, yeah. And um, so, yeah, I think that kind of relates to that, too. It's like you, like what was going on in my life at the time was the way, you know, I lived and now it's kind of completely different. And right. Like you grow up and you grow away from things. That's why it's important, like, if you're a rapper, I feel like 
if you got little behind your name, like it's hard to grow out of that. Yes. And and again, it's it's great rappers that got little in their name, right? But at the same time, is again we're talking about the box that hip hop can place you in right. as well. Because then you got to also worry about like the perception of others due to what they've listened to. Exactly. So, perfect example. Um, I went to college in Utah. We were state, right? And the first because they didn't know how to pronounce my name, it was like Oprah, is it Orhan, Orem, what is it, right? So they just start, they started calling me Big Chirac. So can you imagine, like, <laughs> here, here, I, here I go, oh, what's up, bro? Like, instead of like, no, that's not my name, you know, right. but it's, Chirac is, has been inspired by hip hop, the drill yeah. scene or whatnot. Exactly. Um, also, too, like, I think that's a great point that just came to my mind where a lot of music that has spawned from this city, it's too close to my reality. Right. So a song, perfect example, like um, "Niggas Gonna Lose." I can't listen to that. Only it's not because it's a bad song. It's only because it's too close to my reality. So for me, it's like, no, I want to win, bro. Like, right. don't like, give it to me like that. I remember right? we had the conversation yeah. about that song, and you were, I was like, this is like, this is so good. It's so, and you're like, I, I can't do it. And I was like, I, I get it though. There's stuff I don't listen to. There's there's movies I can't watch. Yeah. Because of like that concert and that like a certain scene is was literally my life. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't. people are like, no, you you have to. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like that is trauma. I don't want to relive. I don't want to be triggered and right. go into a hole for months because of one scene. Like I don't have to do that. Right. I don't want to do that. I don't need to do that. So I feel you. Right. Again, like. The culture here, which I think is starting to come out, of, it's starting to come out of uh, like the drill scene, mm. uh, due to like Chance the Rapper, due to Saba, like the, their music is on the lighter side, right. as far as not in a soft way, but in the sense of like it's more um, positive in a right. sense. Like Chance the Rapper is very, you know, mm-hmm. Jesus, like, I love my wife. You know what I'm saying? It's but cool. It's kind of like a happier vibe than like what like. Not not that other stuff is kind of a negative vibe, but yeah. it just hits you so hard that. I mean, you if I gotta, <laughs> no, you're right. go ahead. Like you have to take the time to process it, and you don't always want to do that. Exactly. Like if you've ever lost someone to gun violence, um, it's also kind of tough to like hear a beat over something that you experienced. Like right. it can be hard. It can be really hard, and I, I I stayed away from it for a long time. But then as I've like matured with my um, way I perceive trauma, mm-hmm. like I'm able to listen to whoever it may be. Right. I don't, again, I don't want to say names because I live in this city. Or whatever. <laughs> I won't smoke, but right. not right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so um, you are here specifically for uh, the greatest rapper of all time. For and if goat. anybody won't, that smoke, we can have that conversation too. But you were here for the Lupe Fiasco food and liquor concert, correct? I was. How was it? Because I couldn't make it. Man, it was amazing. Um, Again, it was with the band. Mm -hmm. It was just the vibe was completely different. So he had the same show in LA earlier Mm -hmm. this year um, that you came to. And it was, that was so fun. Um, But I think this being in the city, like this is his home, you know, his family's there. We like, uh, at the end of the show, he shouted out his mom. We all just would not stop coughing for her. Yeah. Um, it was fun, though. I just, I love that. I mean, that album, I, that wasn't my introduction to him, but I love that album. Like, so many of those songs are my favorite songs. So it was just a fun time. Right. It was like a party. 
And people don't understand if you haven't if you've never been to a Lupe Fiasco concert, it is a real experience. It's good times and good vibes. Man. It definitely is. The the concert in LA that was uh France's first time being oh, at a Lupe man. concert and he he was just staring at him like, That's really Lupe Fiasco. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like yeah, and man. we forget, like, don't get it twisted, like where Let's say he quote unquote was right. like I perceive him as what Kendrick Lamar is today. Right. That's what he was, when. and and again, like we just had a conversation too. Yeah. Like when he came out, you are talking about D4L, Lil Wayne, yeah. the Yin Yang Twins, uh, Little John, the East Side Boys, yeah. and he created a whole counterbalance. Like he, he, he put made the made his own lane, and he's kind of stayed in that. Exactly, and I feel like. Uh, after certain albums, people are like, oh no, he did this, so like now I don't want to listen to him. And yeah. it's like, you can't let that one album be like, okay, I'm done. I mean, you can, but at the same time, like if you didn't keep listening, like you can't form an opinion on someone that you haven't listened to in 10 years. Yeah, people just take things for face value, right. especially with hip hop, but especially with him, because I feel like he's misunderstood to a degree. Like I ask people, like, Oh yeah, I'm finna go to Lupe Fiasco concert. Man, I didn't even know he made music. I yeah, said, yeah, people are like, oh, I I thought he stopped making music. Like he's still around. They read yeah, the headline. He retired. He never went anywhere. <laughs> exactly, and it's like, oh, so why you don't? He, they be like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't really like the music, and I'd be like, oh why? Uh, he said something about Obama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like they take comments, you know, or statements, whatever it may be. About something irrelevant to the music, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Okay, I don't like this person." You cannot like the person, but you have to appreciate the music and the art that he's giving to you. Right, and, and, and that's with anybody. And and truly, and to a degree, because like R. Kelly, right? But <laughs> but let's not go there. Yeah, 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 we're not gonna talk about it. it's fun. You know what's crazy? I had a conversation um, with my dad because um, he, you know, he what song he likes by Lupe, and I played every song basically for him, but he likes. Um, so she wanna be down like a mink in the winter. Oh yeah, what's um, what's the name of that song? Uh, I'm singing on it. Snitches get stitched. You know that song? Oh, uh, Snitches yeah. too. Um, with Tyler Osan, he loves that song. And um, I was saying like, if you, he understands lyricism and like right. like levels to lyricism. And I've played like some of Lupe Fiasco's greatest songs right. like lyrically and then we had a conversation like if you think about just Chicago artistically like I perceive Lupe to be one of the greatest lyricists of all time but specifically from Chicago mm-hmm. I don't think people see him as being the best rapper right. due to the Kanye West you know what I'm saying like yeah, he's exactly. overshadowed him to a degree that's like you know? a whole other conversation but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I right. because I have that conversation with people too like you know like Kanye was my introduction to Lupe because mm-hmm. he touched the sky right. and then from there it just kind of snowballed and been around ever since. Right, yeah. Oh, so that's that's basically like the next question. Yeah. So how were how was you introduced to Lupe Fiasco? Um, I heard one touch the sky and I wanna say I went, you know, back in the LimeWire days, downloaded some mixtapes and was like Did you get a Soldier right. Boy song out of there? Because you know <laughs> <laughs> it was one of them here for like Lupe Fiasco featuring Jay Z and Nas and uh three hundred three thousand and then then it'd be uh Soldier Boy. <laughs> right. Uh, um but yeah, I download, you know, the Fahrenheit mixtapes. Some of those songs are my favorites, yeah. too. You got Failure. Yes. Uh, Me and Vicious, which is like my all-time jam. Um, so yeah, and then from there, um, I wanna, whenever the Kick Push video came out, um, mm-hmm. my friend at the time 
would come, we were neighbors, and he'd come and be like, yo, you need to watch this video. And I'm like, okay. And so we'd watch this for like every day for weeks, like in months. See? And he'd be like, you need to listen to this, you need to listen to that. And I'd be like, okay. And so that was kind of like, it was funny because that was how our friendship grew and that was how like I maintained that. Like, all right, we're going to listen to this. Like, right. okay, I need to keep listening to this guy because he's like, you know, I trust his opinion. All right, cool. Like, I need to keep listening to Lou. And um, later that year, um, I think it was the night before Food and Liquor dropped it, the day after, um, he was like, yo, he's going to be in town. He's performing. It was on Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we, like, we need to go. And I was like, I'll figure it out. So I'm like, all right, online. And there was a site you could get tickets. And I was like, he comes home one day and I was like, I had it. And I was like, we're going. He was like, cool, let's yeah. go. And so that was crazy. I, I always remember that night, though, because the whole band uh, was wearing this shirt that said, Listen to Lupe. Mm-hmm. And he only did, like, two songs. It wasn't anything major, but I was just like, that always stuck with me. And from there, um, I think the next time I saw him was on the Cool Tour. And I just kind of, like, the Cool dropped, and I was like, what in the world is going on? Right. And I've just been going ever since. Wow. So how, this is a... So I think that... <laughs> If you don't know nothing about Shika, if you're a Lupe Fiasco fan, we finna get into it. How many shows have you been to, Shika? Um, last night was 37. 37. Yeah. So, this is another question. We're going to put Lupe on, on the spot, right? Okay. Did you get into that show for the free? No. Because I remember remember yeah. he was like at the L.A. Yeah, show. He was I like, Shika, how many shows this was? <laughs> uh, he was like, um, you good on me? Any show? Da, da, da. You oh, know. Yeah. He Aquarius, whatever. He yeah. forgot it. Fuck it. But no, at the same I've, time. I've always just been like, I'm going to show up. I have a ticket. Yeah. Like, I'm going to the tickets release. Like, I'm buying a ticket. I'm showing up. And, you know, everybody likes to wait. And they're like, oh, well, I don't know where I'm going to wait. And then the show sells out. And they're paying, you know, $100 to go to the show. That was $30. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been doing, like, going to shows for so long that I'm kind of just like, all right, this is the date. I'm making this work. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, well... I've only seen him this many times. Like, he only comes to this city this many times. But I think I've seen him more outside of when I lived in L.A. than I have in L.A. And since I moved to Colorado, like, I've seen him, you know, in Denver quite a bit, too. But I had flown out there a few times to see him before I ever moved. Right. So I'm just, I'm the type who will get up and go. Like, the show is always worth it. Like, I've never been to a show where I was like, dang, I wish I had come and spent money to be here. Mm-hmm. No, I go, and I'm like, this was a good time. It was fun, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't have a voice right now because <laughs> of last night, so... No, yo, so you've been to, you said 35 shows? 37. 37 shows. Um, I've probably seen him perform maybe 18 times. Okay. So it's like... It's, it's a different experience every time. Right. And that's what people don't understand is you're never going to get the same show twice. Um, you're never going to see the same people twice. Right. Besides, like, there's a crew of us, the squad or whatever, yes. ladies, um, that right. go, we plan. We're like, Wait, don't just say the ladies. Who <laughs> say their name on the podcast? They need their clout. Go okay. ahead. Um, so it's Brittany, Delicia, yes. um, there's some of the guys, it's a Brandon, you know, and we just show up. Casey's kind of new to this. Yep. We went, um, a couple years ago, he had like a run of shows in California for my birthday and I was like, this is where I'm going. And she just showed up and we, she was like, oh my God. And ever since we just kind of roll, yeah. you know, my brother and sister show up every now and then. And it's just Shout fun. out to Tika. <laughs> Tika, what's up? What up Tika? What up Quandre? Yeah. So, you know, and it's fun. Like we plan, like we'll plan to go out of town and show up to these concerts, and people are like, "You're crazy," and I'm like, "It is fun." And I literally met all but one of these people because mm. of these shows. Like 
we met Real at talk. a concert. Yo, half of my Twitter followers are because of Lupe Fiasco. Right. Like, literally, we, me and you started talking yep. because of that first show I flew out to here. Yep. And since then, it's just kind of, here we are, four it years is. later. Right. Doing my podcast. <laughs> see, you, see what hip-hop does? It bridges people together. She from the, you from the West Coast. I'm Midwest Chicago. Yeah. Like, you bring people together. Lupe Fiasco brings people literally, together. I have so many just people that I know, people that are really good friends now because of... Lupe and mm-hmm. music, and either we met at a show or we started talking, and then you know it stuck mm-hmm. and it sticks because like I feel like people who don't listen to him and aren't around can't like they don't get it. Yeah, it's like you can only understand to a certain extent, but these people they're there like they get it. You know we're in the moment together, we're experiencing this amazing show together, uh, and it's just and then you know the moments that we do get to see show so much love that it's you know it makes it worth it and. You know, it's just, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't have words for it. But you know what? You know what I noticed about um, Lupe fans is we all have appreciation for history. Mm-hmm. We have appreciation for philosophy, yeah. humanity. It's, it all ties in together. Like, I've never met a dumb Lupe Fiasco fan. So, <laughs> and that's like a stigma, too, because people are like, oh, he fake woke. Da, da, da. No. And I'm like, yo, I've See, learned if, if you, so if much. If you listen, if you do the research, exactly. it's like, it's all accurate how songs from 10 years ago are still relevant, mm-hmm. even more so today than they were when they first dropped. Like, Truly. Listen. And you know what? Pay attention. Exactly. Pay attention. It's it's in the music. But you know what's funny? Like, the climbing we are in when it comes to hip-hop. Mm-hmm. What I've noticed, we got a, some rappers that are placating to the times instead of it them actually caring about the people. I feel it. And um, I think that rappers like Lupe Fiasco and uh, other rappers, whoever you can think of at, mm-hmm. to, that comes to your mind, right, um, has actually cared about the conditions of right. all people, but specifically African Americans, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. To make a song like American Terrorist, to make a song, um, all a Manila, all like, black everything, all of Joe Gus Wave, all of Joe Gus Wave. We could have like a 10 hour episode about that album alone, but and it still wouldn't be enough. It still would not yeah, be enough. I, I completely understand what you mean because it's funny. Like last night at the show, he said something about, you know, I wrote these words and this is what the song says. And the point of that was for you to go, like, dive deeper, you mm-hmm. know, do, like, go research this and look for yourself to see that, like, I'm not just, you know, spewing BS, like, mm-hmm. this is what's going on in the world and you should know about it and you should care. Right. And you should want to help. Like, what are you going to do to help? Right. What is your purpose for this, you know? So that's what I love, too, is, like, he cares and he's not just, like, oh, let me rap, you know, about something stupid. Like, it's all relevant and... 10, 12 years later, like, still talking about it because still going on. He getting old, too. I see gray hair. <laughs> then he cut, the, he cut the locks. I was like, oh, he trying, oh, can't keep up with it no more, huh? Uh, yeah, no, nah, but it's cool. Like, again, like, we're not done. I'm just saying thank you yeah, for yeah. being here. This of is course, great. Man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, like, no. Let's record. I mean, we've been trying to do this for how long? A so. long time. So we were supposed to record in L.A., too, <laughs> yeah. but I was like, I ain't had nowhere to do it. Mm-hmm. And then... 
because um, we were in Echo Park. Yeah. I was like, oh, we can just record outside. But I was like, nah, that's going to oh. look too, like, weird. And you know what's funny? Like, what I've noticed about, like, L.A. people, or at least the people that was in the park, not L.A. people, but <laughs> the people in the park, they was not trying to deal with me. It's this, that's, that's the reason why I only got, like, four interviews. Yeah. Everybody was like, what is this like, for? what do you want? <laughs> yeah, like, you? what? Because everybody was like, hi, like, <laughs> um, you see what I'm doing. I'm eating my yeah. sub sandwich. I'm smoking right now. Get back, right? Um, so with that being said, when you said um, people have a, a misconception about the music and things right. of that nature, what is it like for you to be a Lupe fan? And it's, I don't know how to, what word to use, but it's been like, it's been an adventure. It's been mm-hmm. a journey. Like, I think I've, grown and like learned so much just from the people that I've met Mm -hmm. you know listening to songs and being like damn let me go like look this up and it's just been an experience like it's Mm -hmm. been so much fun you know I learned who he was in 2005 wow and just kind of been going ever since and it's been crazy like to go from oh I'm gonna show up to the show and like oh my god that was amazing like I loved how he always used to, when first started out, like, perform with a live band, and that was, like, what is going on? Like, what just happened to my life? <laughs> and, you know, it's funny, because there's been, like, phases of, like, oh, I went to, like, these shows with this friend, and then, like, I went to these shows with this person, and, like, I was by myself for these years. Right. And then I met all these people, and now we all show up always together. Like, it's crazy. Uh, that's... It's it... just been good. Like, yeah, and... Can you like? It's it's all it's important because like he can actually rap too, but because <laughs> I mean all artists they tend to bring people together. Right. It's but when your favorite artist is like a real artist, like he takes time with his words. Yeah. Even when it's times where I'm like, man, what does that mean, yo? <laughs> I'm st- I, I, look, and we this is gonna be like my next question, like like a, a theory. Um, like a Lupe Fiasco theory, but like I'm still trying to figure out what Sun God Sam is about. <laughs> yeah. Even though I got like a a, a thing, like I kind of yeah. know, but I don't. And that's like that's the beauty of it is you know you can spend when that the night that album dropped, I was literally mm. having like five different conversations between texting people. I was on the phone with someone. Like we're on Twitter, and it's crazy. Like it's beautiful that we can all come together because of like this music and this right. person who's just been done so much and gave so much of himself mm-hmm. like for the art and you're you know I always say like you know thank you every time because that's that's crazy yeah yeah but it, that connection of like you've you know I have all these friends and all these people that I know and I experience so much because of this like these shows that right. that's, that's awesome it's it's Lupe, man. It's Lupe because you know what he's done for me. Um, like I've said before, like I don't have heroes, but right. I have many inspirations. Mm-hmm. He is an inspiration of mine simply because he's from my same conditions. And again, like we had a conversation where people don't associate him with the West Side, but he talks about it all the time. But at the same time, it's like he was the first rapper to allow me to be like. Oh, he gave me confirmation to the point I can just be myself where I'm from, even though where I'm from ain't who I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're not a product of your environment. Exactly. I'm from the Austin area, West Side for real, like <laughs> real West Side, like L Town, K Town. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like people that's from Chicago or know about Chicago know about those two places. Right. And you know, 
him being from out west is like and rapping about what he's talking about is rare. Like he's a goat in that, in that sense, sense alone. Yeah. Because <laughs> and he, it comes from his upbringing too. Like mm-hmm. just as much as I'm a product of my environment, right. he is too. So like it goes to show you like the hood is the kingdom. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You don't know what you might get out of those conditions. Exactly. Again, yeah. whether right or wrong, you know? Yeah, and it's crazy because, you know, I'm from L.A., like right. the area I grew up in, um, the areas I hung around, like my friends. So it's, I get it. And it's crazy because, like, we all came out of that and we're all doing good. Right, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people ain't, but... <laughs> yeah, it, like, it's sad. Like, we lost, you know, like... Growing up through elementary, like, you know, we lost people. And mm-hmm. then, like, through high, like, right after high school, we were just kept, like, people kept being gone. And it was just like, damn, you know? Yeah. Like, and so, you know, like, we talk now, or, like, we don't talk to certain people. But it's like, yo, like, this person's really gone. Or, like, this really happened. And it's, like, I think, like, loss makes you realize so much of, like, yeah, I, I'm glad, like, I stayed away from like certain situations mm-hmm. and certain things and it's just like it's sad to think about too because it's like damn like you can still be here yeah and you know what his music also allowed me again to he gave me confirmation mm-hmm. to allow me to be who I was so that it automatically gave me confidence because I don't think people understand how easy it is to dive into the streets although like the streets is no for no one Right. Honestly. But, you know, we, we pick our paths. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I was like, oh, I don't... Because it's so easy to sell drugs, because it's so easy to, you know, rob somebody, whatever it may be. Like, I was like, no, I'm going to just try to get it this way. And it's my own way. Right. And stepping out of those boxes and affording me freedom to do those things. And it was... I think... I don't... Like, talking about, like, a song mm-hmm. that... I first heard Lupe. I don't. Rem- I really don't remember. Yeah. But I, it was on the bootleg CD too. <laughs> um, it was like a mixtape, and it was him. It was a song. Uh, him and Joe Budden has a song. Uh-huh. Weird, right? Um, they have a song, and it's like this R and B singer, and Lupe was on it. And I started to like, like, oh, y'all heard this? Yeah. One of my classmates knew a Lupe, and it's like, oh yeah, he from out west. Ain't you from out west? That because I, I was going to school on the east side of Chicago okay. or whatever, and. Um, Ever since then, it was curtains. Like from that then on, it allowed me to love my city more. Yeah. But it, it gave me confidence to hear that because I knew where he was from. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, shout out to um, uh, you know what's funny on Joe Gas Wave um, on the quotations of um, what's the name of the song? Uh, quotations. Chairman. Yeah. Uh, when the preacher was like, uh, "Good wassalu." <laughs> Thank, thank you, you. Yeah. for the Wasalu. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, thanks, man. Because because this music and hip hop in general, like you've pushed so much on us positively, and then also you opened my eyes to the world, probably that I probably would never care about. Yeah, like, like go go see the world, go learn, yeah. like go explore and experience it for yourself. Like half of those books. On that, not half, maybe maybe a quarter of those books on the shelf was because of something he said. <laughs> like it's like a a, a page like a, a Lupe Fiasco book list. Yeah. Um, it's also a page where uh, uh, like they compare books to these albums. Okay. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you don't get that from the average hip hop oh. artist. Um, but yeah, no shout out to Lupe, all his people. Um, who else can I shout out? 
um, first of 15, all that, gang, gang, all that. Um, all the fans as well. Um, so we're going to do this before we kind of wrap it up, I guess. All right. Let's rank. You might get in trouble. I don't know. Let's try to rank his, not his whole catalog, because that's hard, because he has, what, about eight mixtapes, something like that. Um, let's do the discography. We can go from top down for you, and then I'll Why do mine. I got to because it's important and because you Sheikah and this is how it goes. Think about it. Think about it. We can, you can, or or we can do this. We can talk about your favorite album. What's your favorite album? Most importantly, Ooh. is that hard too? Like all of them? No, I think like the cool. For okay. Sure. I so the cool is my favorite song on Food and Liquor. Then he made this album, and I was like, what the hell? Like, it's amazing. I love it. So I think that's why I love it so much, is because, mm-hmm. like, you took this song, and then you made a whole album about it to right. keep telling the story. And so I, I, I'm a huge fan of just storytelling in mm-hmm. general. So I love, like, I think that was what kept me, like, yo, I need to keep listening to this guy, because he's yeah. telling me something I need to hear. And I think it's just dope. Like, you're telling the story, and it is insane. Like, I have this tattoo, and right. I'm just like, yo, yeah. So I would say favorite, definitely The Cool. Um, probably from the last few, I love, like, Tetsuo is amazing. Yeah. I think Throw Us Wave is, like, I'm going to be listening to that album for the rest of my life, and still, <laughs> it's not ever going to click. But You know what? <sighs> that album... Again, like, it's never been an album of his that didn't afford me a new perspective right. on my confidence, but just a new perspective in general. I I had went to the Saba Museum, okay. and they have Manila's, and I was like, oh, like, this yeah. is what he was talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I, I got some, mm-hmm. or I'm getting some, uh, it's in the mail right now. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so crazy, like, that album... Um, it kind of also at the time, like listening to Wave Files, him naming all. The, let me yeah. tell you what what happened yeah. when he named all those ships. I felt like I was on them joints, yo. Like, yeah, man, look that that song. <laughs> like, I will listen to that on a daily basis. Like, I literally my graduation cap had mm-hmm. all of those ships on it, and I yeah. was like, well, what does this mean? I was like, go listen to this song. You're not gonna get it. It doesn't relate to you, but listen to it anyway. Right. It like. That album just hit me, so I was like... It's powerful. I was like, damn it, like, you're really, like, trying to play with my emotions right now, but honestly, like, I'm so happy that that came out, that he did it how he wanted to, Mm -hmm. and, like, it's beautiful, it's powerful, like, it's like, damn, you know, damn. I I wake up every morning... Before I go to work or right before I try to eat breakfast, I don't eat breakfast. Either. This is going. <laughs> Same page. I don't. I can only drink breakfast. So here it goes. So uh, another vulnerable moment by Fight for Life. I'm missing a third of my intestines. So I had a tumor when I was a kid, right? And it sat on my intestines. So they just had to, you know, reel it out. Right. And I don't, they took a third of it. So for me, like trying to digest things in the morning uh-huh. is just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, not, like, I've been trying to, like, dive into oatmeal. Okay. But if I try to eat, like, a full, let's say, a quote-unquote American breakfast, yeah. it's not going to sit well with me. So, it's like, I can I can have a smoothie. Mm-hmm. I can do oatmeal. Yeah. That's just about it. Other than that, I might just eat, like, once a day. And it's yeah. bad for my health. Like, I know <laughs> that. And I said it on the last podcast. So, I'm, I'm going to keep updating y'all with if I'm eating breakfast or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I wake up every morning and I, 
um, play Timbuktu Day <laughs> because it's, it's, it's so it's, it's so Chicago and it's so mm-hmm. he reminds me of Big Boy a little bit as okay. he's rapping, yeah. um, which is cool. Um, but like that song is it makes me happy. Yeah. Like and that's another thing too. Like he, he has so many records that feel like a smile, feel like, like a breath of fresh air. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You just uh, kind of vibe out. You're like, this is, I'm with it. Yeah. Um, and that's how I feel when I come here, too. Like, I think I've spent so much time here in the last few years just, like, coming out and hanging out, like, seeing different parts of the city. And I'm like, I, something about being in Chicago just makes me happy. Next time you come, I'm going to just take you, like, to, like, Pacific spots that I know that involves, like, the albums, like, the, the skate park for Kid Push or, like, where he grew up, or, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm I know. It. Yeah. Next time, next time, because right. I gotta work today. <laughs> and I gotta go get on the plane. Right. She got a she got a big flight to catch. Um, what time do you leave for? Yeah, four. Not four. Okay, so that's fine. Um, but I'll show you like South Shore Cultural Center yeah. and stuff. It's nice. That's where um, I think y'all can fact check me. Um, Obama and his wife. <laughs> I should know her name, right? <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> I don't. Um, <laughs> His, and uh, Michelle got married there, so okay. we I'll like walk there. We got a ton of time, yeah. Um, but so yeah. Do you have anything that you want to say? And I got one more question. But do you have anything you want to say, like to Lupe, to like it's, it's your it's your mic. You got it. Anything. And just thank you for giving us like so much of yourself and your art and your words for all these years, and always having it mean something. I say ditto. Yes. What's that? <laughs> um, so I got one more question, then we're going to wrap it up, right? right? Do you have a weird Lupe fiasco theory about a song or just about him in general? What you got? Because I'm still, again, it's like songs. I just don't know what they mean. I don't think I necessarily have like a weird theory mm-hmm. about him or any songs. I think it's more of like, well, and fun I think fact. everybody feels this. Like mm-hmm. you hear, you know, you've been listening to a song for 10 years and then you listen to it one day and you're like, what the hell? Like you hear things and you're like, it finally clicks and you're just like, damn, why did it take this long? And that's like, that's what his music is. And I think that's why I love it too. Cause I can listen to it forever and hear new things every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fun fact. I don't know. You got a. F- so this is my fun fact. I've met everybody in his camp except for him. <laughs> I've met his mother. Yeah. I've met his sister several times. Uh-huh. Um, I know Shaq. Like I've been yeah. around him. He's from K Town. Like uh-huh. I, I've been around him. Like everybody. Yeah. But and we probably only interacted for like maybe two minutes, <laughs> and it was at a show, and I was dancing yeah. too hard. He was like, "Damn, look at your ass, boy!" Like. Um, uh-huh. Take time. I don't know. I think probably uh, the second time I met him, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what I had. He said, but, but I was like, no, like I bought your albums and like pulled them out of my bag. And he was like, well, take like the book itself. You want me to sign them? And he was like, who am I making this out to? And I spelled out my name, and he was like, Shika, Shika, thirty two. That's you. I know you. And I looked at my <laughs> friend like, what just happened? Like realizing that he knew who I was. Yeah. Was that was. Four years ago, so it's been it's been crazy since then. No, but I think just like in general, kind of like everybody who's around, just like showing so much love, and he's always like, you know, thank you for coming out. It's just good times, man. Good times. It is. It is. Thank, 
God for hip hop <laughs> and thank God for Lupe Fiasco. And I got to thank God for you <laughs> coming here and doing this podcast. Again, it's been long overdue. Sheikah really. is uh, the head of the Fight for Life fan club as well. So I want to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to thank you for always supporting me from day one. I mentioned you, I mentioned you on the first episode Literally. because you show you show love, yo, yeah. and that's important. Yeah. And I think that I know that you're a genuine person, yeah. and it means a lot to me because everybody don't be trying to support. <laughs> they be showing, no, you know. I, I think I told you this too. You like every episode or something. I would be like, yo, like this really. I would text you. I'd be like, mm-hmm. yo, I relate to this. Or like, like damn, why'd you do that? Yeah, like not yeah. in a bad way, but like. Yo, now I gotta like sit here and yeah, process think about this. It. It's just you know, it's honest and it's real, yeah. and that's what you need. That's what the world needs. No, I oh, the world needs fight for life. <laughs> she could said it. I think no, just kidding. But thank you again for being here. Um, shout out to uh, the Ellis family. <laughs> um, shout out to everybody in LA that I met. Shout out to the other Lupe Fiasco friends. Shout out uh, to the squad. Gang. Um, <laughs> and of course, shout out to uh, the goat. The name of this episode again was. Some people and a goat. Thank you to a goat. Peace out. Bye.